0: Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. On the phone, I have Riley Cafferill. Thank you for uh, joining us tonight on OCRFM. No worries. Thanks for having me. No, it's my privilege to be able to talk to you. Um, Now, I saw you perform two weekends ago at the Americana Carnival in uh wangaratta how good is it to be uh outperforming live again
1: yeah you know it's nice you know it's it's one thing to be able to step on the stage and, and play for people but another thing that i i'm sure a lot of musicians have missed is the element of also hopping in the car and you know driving up the highway to play a show it's um, a real novelty that we haven't been able to do for quite a while and just the you know the entire weekend of loading everything in and driving a few hours Loading uh, everything onto the stage and getting home late—the whole brutal. it's brutal. Um, it's a lot of fun and really missed it. It's been
0: good. Yeah, there was a couple of artists commented about um, how odd it felt driving up the highway, not having been able to do it for such a long time. Now the uh, the whole lockdown scenario—how did uh, how did you go with that? Did you immerse yourself in uh, musical projects or songwriting or?
1: Yeah, you know, like I, I think for the first little bit seems like such a long time ago, but um, for the first little bit, it was just, I, I went really, you know, reclusive and sort of hid away and couldn't really believe what was what, what was happening. Um, but yeah, once we, I guess, sort of acknowledged that it wasn't going away anytime soon, we, um, I know I for one started doing a lot of songwriting, a lot of co-writing over Zoom and sort of starting up relationships that way, which is really uh, novel and interesting. Uh, approach to um something that we would be doing for such a long time so um it was good you know worked on a couple of albums put own record out and i guess it, it was it enabled us just a lot of time to sit back and rejig a few things and make a lot of plans for when the world did open again so um in some ways it was a, it was a nice period of planning yeah
0: okay now i must congratulate you on the uh your new album when i go and you had the launch for that last weekend?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, put the record out live, but as the way things goes, we um, launched it on Sunday here in Melbourne at Curtain. It was good, you know, like we had you know 150 people come down and I think everyone was just itching to see some live music, so I was, I was really stressed out about how it was going to go and you know, keep people's attention, but I think everyone was just super thrilled to be out again. Um, and, yeah, it was a really, really beautiful room of people supporting what I, you know, have sort of been working on for the last couple of years, so it was really nice.
0: Oh, that's good. And this is your first full-length album?
1: Yeah, I had a couple of EPs and, you know, a handful of singles under my belt, but I felt like it was time to put out, um, you know, the, the LP um, and have that, that, that long-form, I guess, piece of art that. Um, I guess it's a cornerstone to everyone's career and um, yeah, it's my first one and I'm pretty proud of it.
0: Yeah, you should be, you should be. It's a, uh, quite an enjoyable album. Thank you. Now, um, I prefer uh, physical CDs than uh, the downloads that a lot of people go for these days because you get to read the liner notes and you discover little gems such as this one inside your album cover. This album represents a particular period in my songwriting and personal life to those who were there to prepare me for it, those who were there through it all, and for those who are listening now, I thank you. It's obviously uh, been a a bit of a long journey for you to get to put this album out, and a very personal journey.
1: For sure. I I think these songs sort of encapsulate a period of three or four years, Um, and I think COVID was a a, a rehabilitative time for myself, Um, you know, sort of, coming down from a a long string of touring and um, a failed relationship and a few things going on in my life that it was nice to sit down and draw a line in the sand and and just put an end to it all Um, so I guess putting this record out was like that last parade to say goodbye to that that time so um, I felt it was important to put these songs out move on to the next thing and also move on to the next part of my life as well so um, Obviously, it's it's an important record being the first one. Yeah, absolutely. um, Important for other reasons as well.
0: Yep. And you've written eight of the 11 songs yourself and then co written the remaining three with uh, Sean Ryan?
1: Yeah, which was, you know, I've never, like, I've done quite a bit of co writing, but never for myself. I I never really found somebody that I was comfortable enough to detach myself from the songs enough to let somebody else in. Um, But yeah, Sean Ryan. Um I right know him from Lock and Throne in the Wilds, so we played in that band together, and um we sort of established a, a songwriting partnership throughout lockdown and realized that we um you know were both as cynical and pessimistic and had the same sort of ideas when it came to songwriting, so um yeah, felt comfortable with each other that, uh, our babies with, I guess, yeah, yeah. so um nice. Oh.
0: And do you have a a, a specific uh, songwriting process? Do you always start out with lyrics, or is it you have a melody first, or is just whatever happens, happens, and you make the most of the opportunity?
1: Yeah, you know, it comes in different ways, and I think that if I had a specific way that I'd do work every single time, then I'd be writing a lot more songs than I am, but, um, you know, a a lot of it sparks from just a, a couple of lines that come to me whilst I'm driving or in the shower or whatever, and I put them down in the notes of my phone, maybe sing a melody, and then when I have, um, I guess, the motivation and the inspiration flowing, I'll, I'll sit down with the guitar and um, try to try to bash it into shape. But, yeah, I, I sort of just harness it whenever it does come because you don't know when it's going
0: to come again. Yep, absolutely. And you also co-produced the album uh, along with uh, Damien Carafella. Uh, yeah,
1: um, I think... I'm a bit of a control freak in that regard. <laughs> Previous songs that I'd uh, an EP that I'd done, um, it was the same sort of deal. I think because I wrote a lot of these songs and have performed them for such a long time, I, I, I was sitting there in COVID by myself, and um, it was just doing demos after demos and making sure that I was ready to, you know, put the one proper takedown once we got into the studio. So when it came to actually producing the record and how i wanted it to sound i felt as though i had a pretty strong grasp on what i wanted to achieve and um and yeah damien's a good friend of mine and um i felt like it was a, a comfortable relationship again just to go hey this is what i want to do and we were on the same page so yeah i guess it just made sense to do it together
0: excellent uh, it's certainly um it is a a good album i've had it uh Going uh, on high rotation in the uh, vehicle, travelling to and from work. I've got a half-hour commute each way, so uh, that's oh, wow. one of the one of the uh, the privileges of uh, being able to spend that time on the road. You get to listen to what you want to listen to. So um, uh. absolutely. The um, now two of the songs that I specifically uh, wanted to ask you about were Germany and Mother. Please um, you can give me a bit of a uh, the backstory on both of those.
1: Yes, well, Mother Please, that was actually one of the the first songs that I wrote for this record. Um, It was a song that I wrote for my mum when I moved out of home. I I grew up in the Snowy Mountains, um, up in New South Wales, on a pretty bad dirt country road. And, um, you know, I I got my pee plates at 18 and would spend every night coming home late, freaking mum out. So, um, yeah, I guess when I moved to Melbourne, I wrote this song for her, just to sort of say... Um, you don't have to wait up for me every night um, but don't forget about me all the same so yeah it, it's become probably one of my I guess one of the most special songs um, for me um, and it's obviously mum's favourite song
0: yes um,
1: and Germany is uh, yeah another one of them ones which is yeah pretty dear to me I wrote it when I was overseas obviously um, and it was actually what the, the first song that I'd written in its entirety without picking up a guitar i was, I was traveling through germany after uh, a, a tour finished um throughout the uk with lost brown of the wilds and um yeah sort of going through a few things and going from town to town flat broke and yeah sort of just the roller coaster of that and then I, I put uh put all the words to all the all the non-school uh, the dribble that i'd put down into the notes in my phone um uh, put it all music when i got back to melbourne so um an interesting uh, process, and also one of my favourite songs, I guess lyrically and pretty dear to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's um an interesting. It's an interesting uh, story reading the lyrics and um, the line about the melatonin. I can't think of any other songs that would have that yeah. word in it, but it <laughs> so works.
1: It's yeah, and it's funny. I think because I didn't have a guitar with me, and I wasn't necessarily writing something that I was, uh, well maybe more melodic based. Um, It sort of meant that I was using big words and a lot more words in my phrases than Mm. I, you know, might necessarily do normally. So, um, yeah, there's there's a few tongue twisters that every, you know, every time that we launch into the song as a band, I make sure that we don't play it too fast, because otherwise I can't get all the words out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: dear. Now, have you got um, any upcoming gigs to uh, support this album?
1: Um, so, well, yeah, after the launch, um, I'm heading up in Tamworth in January and then um, got a, a tour that has been rescheduled three or four times, for, uh now it's happening in March, so that'll see us. I think it's about 20 dates throughout regional Vic and uh, in South Wales up to Queensland and doing all of that, so... Fingers crossed that actually
0: goes ahead. Yes, and, excellent, uh, and and the uh, not just the city folk, the country folk need live music as well. So exactly, uh, I yeah, hope so. fingers crossed for you that it's it's uh, really well supported. Yeah, looking forward to. It. And uh other than uh, other than touring, uh, what else does twenty twenty two hold for you?
1: Honestly, I think like the end game has just been you know plan as many shows and. Um, as many, I guess, creative projects that I can, um, you know, between my own and playing with Loch and Brian of the Wilds and Greta's Villa and, um, you know, heading overseas, hopefully, as well. So, yeah, I think it's just going to be about, I guess, the last two years has just been sitting in the bedroom writing songs and making plans. And then I guess it's finally time, hopefully, to get out there and execute them.
0: Yes, well, fingers crossed. Now, where can listeners get a copy of your album, When I Go?
1: Uh, All the normal places. Um, My website, rileycastler.com, has got physical CDs and vinyl and merch and all that Um, on Bandcamp as well, but also over all the streaming stuff as well. But, yeah, as you said, you know, I I love uh, physical CDs (laughs) and... (laughs)
0: Obviously, they they pay a bit more, which is nice. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Well, I did happen to see uh, some uh, uh, post, or uh, may have been on Facebook. I'm not entirely sure, showing the breakdown of what uh, artists yeah. actually. I won't use the word earn because uh, that's it's not... Fairly, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's um. Yeah. Pretty disgusting, really. But uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, definitely. If you can, uh, if you can buy physical albums, by all means. But that's uh, you know, help support support our artists and uh, get a a, uh, a much better product than uh, a digital download.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time tonight, Riley. All the best for uh, for next year. And Yeah, uh, no worries. Thank you. And for having uh, me. thanks for having a chat.
1: No worries. I'll uh, hopefully catch it again. Huh? Excellent.